Folks, you know I'm always getting the hottest people. People are doing the dope things in Baltimore and Maryland. And there's nobody doing it better than this person in Maryland and all over the country, in my opinion. If you ever went to one of her events, it make you feel like you back in the 90s about shaking, like like Puffy shaking your tail feather and doing <laughs> some things. The next voice you hear, we won the one of the biggest event producers in the state of Maryland and all across U.S. And I'm sure she's done some international stuff. We'll probably talk a little <laughs> bit further about that. Uh, and can't wait for you to hear the next voice of Miss Sanjay. No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, online ordering, carry out, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Hartford Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. Are you or someone you love in need of mental health support? For All Seasons is now offering same-day therapy appointments with no wait list. Through the For All Seasons open access program, you can walk in for mental health services and begin therapy in the same visit. For All Seasons accepts all insurances and provides financial assistance if you need it. For therapy, psychiatry, or victim support, we have appointments available today. Call For All Seasons, 410-822-1018. Welcome to the No Picks at the Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Oh, I told you, this is a great season. This season's called The Last Call. I want you guys to think about it. It's called The Last Call. So I want to thank you for coming on and hanging out with us. Miss Sanjay, how are you? Hi, how you doing, Aaron? You good? This has been in a year in the making for this to happen. Every time, I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. I know, I know. And you've got my clients on. You Everybody. I can put everybody yeah. on. But I wanted to get you on because you are the brains behind everything. You are doing so many great things. I want to give you your flowers. I mean, if it was Women History Month, Black History Month, <laughs> every three spot, you were doing the thing. Thank you and, so um, much. I appreciate it. Just be in this space. I'm honored to, to have you come in and talk because you know so much. So let's talk about you. This is your show. Where you, where you, where did you grow up? Where are you from? So I'm from Guyana in okay. South America, and uh, my parents uh, migrated to here when I was about four years old. I grew up in New York, you know, uh, junior high, middle school, elementary, all that stuff, <laughs> right? From four years on um, to uh, then going to Hampton University. Um, then my last year was at Stony Brook, um, which kind of really started my whole production thing. I was on my way to be a lawyer. <laughs> and then mm. entertainment lawyer. Um, I had interned for Bad Boy, um, interned for FUBU. So like this is like at the height of like the you know what I mean like yeah. when they were just killing the game. Um, Biggie was out, Total was out, you know Faith. All those folks were out. So we were like rolling with them since we were like seventeen years old. Wow. So you got to see them kind of like on the rise. 
um, before like they became such so cross you know crossover artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like 17th Street team. You know, we was part of the Bad Girl Street team. So when we went to Hampton our first year. We were like 17 years old. We were at the Palladium. You know, wow. <laughs> we were at the Tunnel. We were like in the you know just the the melting pot of like hip hop at that time. You know, we were there when when Snoop Dogg and um, we were first of all we were on stage. We were the monks. When Biggie performed and Puffy performed um, the at the Source Awards, Ooh. I was a monk. <laughs> the Source Awards, and that, Source that, Awards. is that when West Coast was there? When was that yeah. when Shug said? So, yeah, when Shug was Ooh. like, "Yeah, yeah, I got a problem with that throw." Like, yeah, we were there, right? I'm, I'm like 17 years old. There. Did you realize that you were like in a really insane situation at that point? No, not at all. <laughs> we had no clue. We were like just so happy. To be there, we're like 17 years old, like, yo, at the Source Awards, you know? I mean, it was like the 95 was like the best summer ever for us, you know? 95 was a great summer. It was such a nice For music-wise, 95 probably is one of the best years. (laughs) If I could have a birthday party for 95 music, that year, 95, 96 was just ridiculous of music-wise. exactly. So we kind of came up in that, especially growing up in New York. And then my uncle, you know, he lived with the FUBU guys, like, because he went to college with them. So I was, like, rocking FUBU. Like, people were like, what's that? I'm like, this is for us bias, Mm -hmm. you know? So people didn't know what that was. But it was, you know, it started, as you look back, right? Like, my first party... DJ Envy and I threw. Envy and I went to high school together. Wow. So I was, we was tur- I was turning 16, and I was like, yo, let's have a party. He was like, all right, I'll DJ it. Another another DJ who went to high school, Mono, DJ Mono, and we got, I found a spot, um, and we charged people to come in. So that was like my first event, you know what I mean, at that. 16 years old. So when you look back on it, it's like, wow, like, look how it foreshadowed mm-hmm. what I was going to become. But, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to be an entertainment lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And then um, um, leaving leaving uh, Hampton after three years and going to Stony Brook for my last year, I kind of, Stony Brook didn't have the same flavor as the no. HBCU, right? No. So, <laughs> no, I, so I go there and I have like all this flavor from HBCU, from an HBCU from Hampton. And another young lady had, um, um, she had came in, she had transferred in from Spelman. Mm. So we kind of like took over the game when it came to like production, like producing all the pageants, all the fashion shows. <clears throat> Sorry. All of that stuff that we were doing, um, you know, and it just kind of, ignited that bug in me, you know what I'm saying? For me to start like being a producer and I interned for MSNBC. And after I graduated, my mom moved to Philly. Um, and I went there, started working for Fox Philadelphia that produced the, you know, assistant producer on a movie. And then I started becoming the, became one of the youngest morning show producers at the number one morning show in Philadelphia on power 99 called mm. the dream team. Um, and so, you know, it just kind of grew from there, this production, you know, <laughs> bug that I had. Um, and I uh, came to Baltimore uh, after being, a, you know, a couple years um, doing TV and radio in Philadelphia, came to Baltimore and started working on the Big Fat Morning Show. So I was an on-air personality, um, did the whole morning show gig, and I, and I was also the morning show producer. Mm, you got yeah. a lot of hats. So, you know, so when I came here to, to Baltimore, I was like, don't move to Baltimore. It was like, why it was popping. You know, so everyone just saw like a different <laughs> depiction of Baltimore. And I, but I was like, yo, you know, when I was at Hampton, DC, 
And Maryland was just like a stomping ground for us because we wanted something more cosmopolitan. We were like in Hampton Roads, like this is so boring. Let's go up to Howard. Let's go up to Morgan State. So, you know, it was always very familiar for me, this area. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to move down there because I really like Maryland. It's close to D.C. Like, I love that whole vibe. I have so many friends that I went to college with, you know, because D.C. and New York just kind of like. Right there. (laughs) Yeah, it was right there. We just kind of connected while we were in college a lot. So I was like, I'm going to Baltimore. And um, and I, I was like one of the best decisions of my life moving to Baltimore because the people here. Um, are just very authentic people. Mm-hmm. Um, it they are, um, you know, they ha- the, the the architecture here. Is, I don't know. I'm a big architect person, okay. so like you look at those churches, you look at the streets. You know the history. I'm a history buff person mm-hmm. too, and how important Baltimore was. You know, during the colonial, you know, what I mean times. It was very, 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 very important. A, very, a big city, right? Because of the port. Mm-hmm. So all those things like really made me love Baltimore, and then Baltimore just kind of embraced me. You know, it provides such it's so much black wealth here and black excellence that I just fell in love with the city. And people like oh, miss miss oh, miss Baltimore, miss Baltimore, because I'm always like telling like people how dope Baltimore is when I'm in D.C. when I'm anywhere. You know, and I bring people here from Atlanta, I bring people here from New York, and they just like yo, this is Baltimore. And I'm like, yeah, this is Baltimore. Like, I don't know what you have in your mind, the narrative here, but Baltimore is a really dope city, has great food, great restaurants, like dope ass hotel. Shout out to Juan, you know, with a GM, Mm -hmm. a black GM, you know what I mean? Have one of the top, you know, hotels in the, in the country. Right. Right. It's not like just in Baltimore, but in the country. So those type of opportunities don't happen in other cities. You know, it seems like it does, but it's not like I lived in Philadelphia and I felt like that was one of the most segregated cities, you know, that I lived in where it was just like black people live here, white people lived here, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So as I said, like I fell in love and then, you know, I started working for Russell Simmons um, when I met one of his partners um, who was part of uh, the Simmons Lathan. They were producing stuff like Run's House, you Mm. know, uh, making the band, like they were doing all of that production and they wanted to do something and they had this new on-demand um channel this new thing this new technology called on-demand right (laughs) nobody knew what that was and it was on comcast and they had a hip-hop on-demand channel and it was me and dj flad um that like only had was providing content for this like for this um actual channel so they were like hey i was like yeah you guys could come to my morning shows between here and philadelphia put you up with the folks in philly and you guys can tape artists while you guys are coming in he was like well sanja you gotta form your own company you know what i'm saying because you're, you're booking town ta- you know what i mean like mm. you gotta form your own company so i was like oh what's that you know mm. <laughs> i was like all right you know so i said okay form my own company and I, at that time, I was kind of getting a little bit tired of radio. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, I have to be up at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is a wear and tear, you know, in right. so many different parts of your life. Um, and I kind of was like, yo, I want to, uh, you know, have my own company. I just started doing things because we had the number one morning show. So folks like Mello and Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and all these folks used to come on our morning show. And they were like, yo, can you do our events? And I was mm. like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> And that's, and that's how it kind of started. All right. So, wow. You you, you gave us a lot. I know. Sorry. You, you I'm know, a radio personality, too. Okay. <laughs> you, so, dro- yes. you, you dropped a lot of jewels and gems off the top. Yes. So, what happened to you wanting to be a lawyer? Like, I mean, you had you, you always wanted to, I mean, it sounded like that's something that you really, really wanted to be. Yes. Yes. What, like, changed, um, what changed, like, 
I mean, entertainment law is not bad either. It's a good no, pay. It's a good payday. It's a good pay. It's but a good what, pay. What, what was that? The, what's that moment when you're like, I think I'm better doing this than that. So there was this um, fashion show called Black. It was like this event called Black Women's Weekend. Okay. Um, at Stony Brook, <clears throat> and they, I said, this young lady, her name is Maricia Grant. She ended up working for one of being the top mechanics at uh, women only black woman mechanics at NASCAR. Mm, <laughs> but wow. she was, and she, you know, she worked for high. She was just, she was just an amazing person as well. And we were like, yo, we're gonna take this over, and we produced this fashion show. And I have people at Stony Brook who still talk about that fashion show, mm. right? Because we just brought in all these elements and we, you know, we put the whole production together. And it, as I said, like, that was it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, And then this woman got me an internship at MSNBC, the Don Imus show. And I <laughs> saw from the behind the scenes how things worked, um, you know, producing tape and video. And I was just like, yeah, this is... This is what I love doing. This is what's making me, you know, you know, making that that your blood boil. You know what I mean? Mm. Like excited me. So and that was it. That's inspiring though, because you're like, this is what I this is what I'm meant to be doing. Yep. I'm not gonna go what everybody else wants me to do or oh. what, what my mom, daddy want me to be this. You know, I want to do this. You know, what was the reception from your fam- family? <laughs> like, let's talk about that. Your family, so what did they say parents, about that? My parents are Caribbean. So. Yeah. So I already know. I already so, know it wasn't right. <laughs> So I'm the morning show producer, <laughs> the number one morning show in one of the top, you know, markets, yeah. markets right? Right. Top at that time, it filled the top four markets mm-hmm. in Baltimore's top 20 markets. Right. right. And she was asking me, like, when are you going to get a real job, a grown up right. job? Right. You know, I'm like making good money. One of the top, you know, highest paid producers at that time in the in the radio. And you're a woman doing it, doing it in in the male dominant male dominant industry. And she was like, when are you going to get a grown up job? Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, what? (laughs) Really? Yeah. You know, like at that time, like, you know, I was making good money for that time period. I was making more than my friends were. Right. You know, and she still was just like, you know, like, what? Okay, what else you going to do? (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I so, love it. Though. You know, but I said now she looks at it and she's just like, wow, you know, like because of the opportunities. And I always tell young people, like, you got to stay consistent. Mm. You know, like you got to, it's going to, it's not, if everyone can do, if, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. You got to keep grinding. You got to be consistent because people trust consistency. Mm. And if they see you like, because there's a little bit of people who's like, oh, I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to do this. All over the place. All over the place. Right? Like, how how, do, how can I trust you knowing that you're going to come with your A game if you're doing this and you do a camera person and the next thing when you're doing that, you're doing real estate <laughs> over here. Like, you have to, when you want to become an expert of any type of industry, I know there's like a quote in the book, like you have to do it a certain amount of times, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, before you're considered an expert in that industry. So I can walk into a room and be like, boop, 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 boop. This is what needs to be done to transform this room and make it an experience for people. And that took years. Mm-hmm. And there are people like, you know, I, I remember you were doing this by yourself. Now you got a team of eight people doing, right. <laughs> doing this, you know? Right. And people have to understand it. It's not, it's not easy. Only, you know, when you see, you look at the success, it's like, yeah, but you got to see my, I've been my business for 17 years, no paycheck, but the paycheck I bring in the door. Right. You know, I, I like that, that's facts. She's spitting facts right now for all the entrepreneurs out there who think it happens overnight. It does not. There's probably a lot of nights you didn't know if a check was coming. 
Yeah. Oh, no. And I started my business during the recession. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I started, like, 2007. Yeah, I was, that was that was the height of recession. That was when the house market and everything went down. Crashed. All right. So, we, before we, we're going we're gonna to be right back. Yeah. Y'all talk. Gotta give it a message from a sponsor real quick. We're going to talk about her starting her production company and how, where she is now and what advice she would give the people out there who are trying to get in this industry, young people or whoever, where age you may be. It's never too late. But we'll be right back with these messages. You give to United Way. Your gift could be the first spark of something bigger. It can help someone find, interview for, and get hired for a job and provide follow-up services for success. It can break down educational barriers and give that extra help to a struggling student with in-school support programs. Give today spark something bigger. Hi, my name is Catherine Womack. I'm a former strategic intelligence officer with the U.S. Navy. I spent the last couple of years at U.S. Cybercom and transitioned from active duty after 15 years into small business ownership. I own and operate a digital marketing agency in the state of Maryland. So a lot of people approach me thinking that digital marketing is simply social media management or maybe doing Google ads or Facebook ads, things like that. But what digital marketing really is, is an umbrella term for a multitude of tactics to get small businesses found by the people who need them. I personally specialize in search engine optimization, website development with conversion architecture in mind. And what that really means is the people are going to your website and doing the thing you need them to do. And oftentimes it's requesting a quote, an appraisal, things like that. So there's definitely a psychology to website development and we lean really heavy into the psychology of sales to get people to do the things you need them to do. A lot of times as a business owner, you haven't had the time to think about what your needs really are, what your challenges truly are, the, the sources of those challenges. I can guarantee you in most cases, it's not simply that you need an ads campaign and that's where I can add value to your marketing strategy. And folks, we are back with Miss Sanjay. Thank you again for coming to No Pixar Dark Podcast. Hang on out. I love, the, I love the whole look in here, though. We're just, you got to give people the visual of where we at. You got different types of artists like who have created this graffiti and abstract art in here. So it's a vibe. I try to make it home. You know, yeah. you know, can I tell you what I model this room off of? And you're going to laugh when I oh, say I this. So growing up, what was the best hip-hop show that was on BET? Big Tigger in the Basement. Oh! And everybody okay, okay. remembers yes, that. Yes, everybody remember that spot. Yes. I didn't have the basement, but you know, I wanted to make it comfortable. I don't have a booth. Yeah. Everybody's at the freestyles, but I want it yeah. when you come in, this is comfortable. This yeah. is home. Yeah. I can talk. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm in some dungeon or something like that. Just yeah. brightening up. Colorful, yep. you know? Yep. So true. you talked about so many great things. Talk about how you were like, wanted to be an entertainment lawyer, when was working with Puffy, Working, you were at the 95 Source Awards. <laughs> when you look back, you're probably like, I oh, don't you know how I survived all that craziness. Um, you, Dan Hampton, transferring back to Stony Brook. I mean, you've, you've done and then it went to the hip hop with 99.1 power. So we went, so at first I went to Power 99. 99 in yeah. Philly, right? Yeah, in Philadelphia. And then you came down to Baltimore 92Q. Yes, correct. Then you're like, I'm booking people. For, like, for Hip Hop On Demand, Comcast with Russell Simmons and Stan Lathan's company and, and, a, and a guy named Will Griffin who ran it. Yep. And they're like, you can do this yourself. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk talk about you getting this, you know, LLC. Yep. 
the business side. Yeah. There's two different uh, sides of this. Yeah. Uh, let's walk us through this journey of the business side and the other side. <clears throat> Stuff that you know you became good at all of it, but then there's oh, two yeah. different two sides of the coin. Yeah. Give us a little background about that. So people. As I said, you know, I think with Instagram and social media, everyone wants to be a boss, right? <laughs> <laughs> and not Facts. understanding what a, a boss actually entails mm-hmm. and how running a company actually entails and having payroll and paying yourself and paying your taxes, <laughs> which most people don't, don't do. They don't pay their taxes. They definitely <laughs> don't pay their taxes. Especially entrepreneurs. You know, they're not paying themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not paying their taxes properly. They don't have a right team together. Mm-hmm. So those are all things that like really make a difference of like making your business sustainable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I started my business during the recession. So it was like what, you know, looking and finding and, and marketing yourself. So I think like, um, I'm really good at marketing myself. I'm really good of like, and I think that's what started, especially like during the time when um, I, I started back in the day, like, you know, email marketing was like so big, right? Mm-hmm. So I was using constant contact all the time. So everything that I did, I captured it and I shared it. And I had a list of people from New York to LA to Atlanta. So everybody was seeing like what we were doing, mm-hmm. right? So I'll send out this email and say, hey, Look what you missed. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm. We just did this. We just did that. And I would have people coming, calling me from all out of town like, man, that looks hot. You had the most beautiful people. I want to be there. I want you to be part of this. I want you to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people don't seem like I use LinkedIn right now. You know, LinkedIn is, get, is getting me business because people are seeing all of the events that I'm doing. And I want my corporate partners, you know what I'm saying? And corporate people or decision makers who are li- or LinkedIn, I'm using that as a catalyst to help like push my business. Right. So just got a really great call um, this weekend. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling. I'm laughing at <laughs> my camera right. guy because my ca- we, we had this conversation. Yeah. I said, I don't do it for the gram no more. No. Whatever you make is for LinkedIn. Exactly. Yeah, we talk. I said I don't care about the gram. Yep. LinkedIn is where it's at right Decision now. Decision makers. Yes. Decision and, makers. And they are watching every everything. move you make, and they watch everything you do on LinkedIn. Yep. And they is better. I'm like gram is for just for for, for finding Joan. Yeah, for branding. That's yeah. branding. <laughs> but the real business. Yes. Is LinkedIn. Yes. Because they're watching, looking at what you're yes. putting in. And what I say every time we do our reels, I'm like. All right, we're going to put in LinkedIn. Make sure the music's right. Yep. Make sure it's something quality. Per quality. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make sure something that when they look at it, they're like, I wish I was there. Yep. Like, kind of like what you said. Yep. So, what you're saying right now, but go ahead. Sorry, because I'm sitting here smiling like, you're I just said right this. Thing. I just said, I don't even do. Go ahead, go ahead. So, you, so LinkedIn, <laughs> yep. so you're, you're, you're creating this vibe. Yeah, I'm creating this vibe, you know, and at that time I said it was constant con- email marketing. Right now we're like ambushed with a whole bunch it's of emails. Lot, but lot. before it wasn't that many, right. right? So this is like 10, 12, probably 12 years ago, right? I'm sitting there and I'm like, everything I do, I walk around with my camera guy, take a picture of her, take a picture of this, create mm. the scene, create the atmosphere, right? And I would just like push it out, you know, and push it out. Hey, look what you missed. Look what this is, that, the other, where people were like, yo... I need you to create that same energy and vibe for my company. I need you to create this. You know, and I started doing like, I was doing all the activations in, in Maryland for, um, all of the, uh, for the liquor company, you know what I mean? Liquor right. distributor, um, reliable Churchill at that time. And I was wow. breaking the beverage. So, so it, you know, as I said, like, as those things started to transpire, I was just like growing. So people were like, Oh yeah. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? And then also, also like understanding that there's different, aspects of event 
planning and production, right? Okay. And only certain people have listened to me <laughs> that have been successful. I'm like, yo, get get your certification. If you if you just want to be a meeting planner, if you don't want to own your co- own company, be a CMP, be a certified mm. meeting planner. So mm. you can, you know, that kind of like, just like there's a CPA, there's, a, there's, in this, there's certain things in the event industry that you could get behind your name that will always get you a job, right? That people know that they can trust you. You can work in the big hotels. You can have all those types of experiences because you've gone through the process and you're kind of like, you know, any certification like my NBE or DBE or mm-hmm. SBE, like I, they know that I'm an official business because I've gone through the steps to certify and showing that I pay my taxes. I'm in good standing. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, mean? I run a legitimate, a legitimate business Facts. and it's not just some, you know, Joe Schmo off the street saying I do events, you know, they know that if anything goes wrong insurance wise, I have insurance, you know, mm-hmm. like those are things that are important that you have to have when you're event planning. So people are like, Oh, I'm just throwing a party. Like, so what if something happens and yeah, some falls, something happens. Yeah. And that's happened to me. You know what mm. I mean? I had learned my lesson and I remember I was like almost burnt down this school. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. But like, you know, my caterer had left something, you know what I mean? Mm. And we were like tight with the budget and and it was like probably the day before. And I was, they were like, yo, you need to get a one, a one day, you know, event insurance. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there like, man, that's like $3,000. Right. And I'm like, yo, I could probably pocket this $3,000 and put it towards something else. Right. In in, in our line item. And I was just like, all right. I'm a, you know, pay the insurance. Right. Thank God I did. You know what I mean? Because, it's you know, my caterer left certain things, blah, 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 blah. And we had, to, we had an incident, you mm. know? So I, that taught me as an event planner, insurance. like, oh, I have to have insurance because you never know what may happen. And you don't want to be putting yourself in a position and your company in a position where you're getting sued because you didn't take the right protocols. You know what I mean? I like the right that. steps to, to having a, a good, a good event. Wow, you 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 dropping jewels right now. You dropping <laughs> jewels and gems. I don't know the people ready out there listening right now. So when you you got you got all that insurance, you learned from you learned from a lot of mistakes. When do you, did you ever have a situation where now every business owner happened? You're not charged enough. Like you had a moment when like when you were at an event and you had to reflect. You had like that moment of clarity. Like I should be charging way more than what I'm doing right now. When did you know that? Well, you know what's funny is that and. That happens, right? Because, uh, especially with us, right? We don't sometimes don't have an uncle mm-hmm. or a cousin or aunt that works wherever, right? So right. I'm just gonna call up Uncle Bob, and you could have an internship at so and so. We don't have we don't, those, we don't right? Have we don't no. have those resources all the time. Mm-mm. And um, my parents are immigrants, you know what I mean? So there's no Uncle Johnny, you know, whatever, right? Everybody came here right. and built their own stuff or whatever. So there's not this legacy, right, that people could call who works for whatever. So I had to kind of like learn as the way and, and meet good people and have good mentorships where I learn how to price my, my, my business and people teaching me and saying, Hey, you know, this is what you need to do. This is the cost you need to you know, learning how to write proposals, mm. all those type of things I had to kind of fumble through. Right. Thank God for chat GPT though. <laughs> chat, yeah. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> chat, you know, they, they... But you know, like those are things that, you know, I had to learn about like learning what the MBE is learning to get my GSA contract. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all those things I had to learn along the way, but I had to be, put myself in the room. I had to talk to people. I had to do my own research. Like when I was going into my business, like opening up another department, cause I do promotions as well. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of stuff for different clients across from Delaware, 
all the way to Richmond, right? Mm. So my team goes out, does a lot of different promotional works at festivals and so forth. So that's another arm of my business that happens besides the event. So that's not like the glamorous events that you see, but those, those, that's, you know, that's a big part of my business of doing this production of this promotional work. So, you know, those types of things that you kind of like, I had to like, I, for me to learn that business, I applied for a job. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Applied for a job, went on site, and started talking to other people that were working. Only way. And I was like, "Hey, so you do this full time? You know, like, what do you do? You know, oh yeah." One guy was like, "Oh, I quit my full time job, and this is why I just I just jump around just because I want the flexibility to be able to do different things and and make money and and do you know do other stuff that I love." And I was just like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I have a different shirt. I put this on, put this promotion shirt, mm. go work for this company." And I was like, "Okay." And I saw how the guy who was running it was doing it, and they told me all the different companies that do it across the country and i was just like um i could i could do that right right right. (laughs) i was like i could do that right and i started you know what i mean and i've been doing it i said for that was probably now doing that for 15 years right Mm -hmm. so those are types of situations that you have to roll your sleeves up you know saying get down and and humble yourself and do the groundwork you know, like if you want to learn something, you have to do the groundwork. I, I'm always sitting there like, okay, let me take this class. Let me learn more about social marketing, social media marketing. So there's free classes from Google. There's, there's, you know, there's so, so many different things that are out there. Mm-hmm. Chat beat GPT. I just got the certification, just learning some of the things around that. Like you have to constantly keep like developing yourself because things are constantly changing and you can't be stagnant. You know what I mean? Right. And, and complacent with what you have. You got to keep growing and learning. And, and you know, I, I view that just like I do the podcast. I remember when I first started, I had no idea what I was. I was just starting. And this is right before the pand- year before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I got ripped off for like a six months. Mm. Editing wasn't right. Yeah. And guess what? I learned my lesson yeah. real quick. Yeah. And sat myself down. I had a friend named Stephanie. Sat me down for eight hours. Nice. And was like, "You're gonna learn how to edit. You're gonna learn how to Adobe this, Adobe this." But I had a friend who was like, oh, I'm working for Adobe. Let me just donate to you for a couple of years. Wow. So I had all those things that, to yeah, work on and yeah. understand how to learn. So, yeah, I could do all the stuff. Yes. And I know when I'm like, see something like, no, nah, it's not right. Exactly. And nobody can pull it over me now anymore. Exactly. So that's, and that's the great thing about it, you yes. know. And I like what you're saying. Yeah. You got to roll your sleeves up and evolve. So when I first started off, tree audio. Then I was like, man, a lot of these kids watching videos. videos and, yep. and I'm like, how do I evolve and become part of that scene? Yep. And then people are like, now we see the face with the voice. Yep. We see how you are. We see how you are. And like you said, business-wise, now I don't, the United States Navy reached out when I did Fleet nice. Week. Nice. How they find me? Obviously, they were looking around. They yep. looked on camera, saw the personality. Yep. Even when I was on Vice TV, how they find me? Yep. We know who you are. Your name was on a list. What's this list you're talking about? Yeah. You're on a list. Don't worry about yeah. it. I'm like, but those are some things that you're saying. You got it. People think, oh, you got them. I'm like, no, you are not saying night. So I'm staying up late night, figuring out, emailing, yeah. hustling, trying to figure out what's the next move. Yeah. What's going to be next? And I like what you're saying. You got to roll your sleeves up and keep on educating yourself. So thank you for like yeah. talking about that. Yeah, no, it's really important. And I said, you know, you learn because it's like, Pricing, I was like all off of my pricing, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Overcharge, you know, like, but where so I was getting rejected, things were not going mm-hmm. past because I was like 
the pricing was, it, it didn't look right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, you know, I had to learn that consistently and I, and I tried to bring my team along. Like I always, you know, I was, we just did CBC weekend. Mm-hmm killed it you know what i mean and we had one of the hottest parties um it was the first time georgia um atlanta did a party for mm. cbc you know with that those congressional offices and you know shout out to nakima williams congresswoman nakima williams and congresswoman lucy mcbath that gave me that opportunity you know what i mean coming here um from atlanta and giving you know right you know this opportunity for for me to um really show out and you know, we just wanted to elevate that experience for folks, you know, and I said, we just talked about like the stage, right. That was in the middle of the, of the room. And I had, you know, of course I'm always inspired by other people and I had seen something similar, but it wasn't a stage. It was just kind of like, you know, the DJ space right. or whatever. And I'm like, wouldn't it be dope? <laughs> that would be dope to have a stage <laughs> right? in the middle. If the artist, you know, performed from that space where it's just, and the, and the pictures now, if you see online, oh, yeah. it looks crazy. You, it know? Look, you know what, like you like the young kids say, it looked like a movie. Yeah. It looked like a movie. I don't like saying it, but it looked like a movie. I was it like. It like a movie. So T.I. is like in the middle, swarm with all these people right. around him. And then Kevin Lyles is on it and the, the congressman on it. So it just looked dope, you right? And it was different than mm. any other event that that's been at CBC, you know, and that's kind of what I try to bring in and try to even tell my team. It's like, you know, we come in, we come up with different ideas. We come mm. up with different concepts and just try to change the game and show like, it's a difference when you hire that production company and you hire mm. this production company, what we're bringing to the table. Facts. My CBC, my CBC party wasn't like that. <laughs> the ones I go to, we weren't like that. I can tell. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Where was I now? I we gotta come. Back. I, I, I wasn't ready. I'm gonna tell you, this is my first year going to CBC, oh, okay. and I wasn't yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't ready for. Oh it. yeah, no. Like, like I had to like really. I had, I had two days of reflect on what I just saw, and I was like, "This is crazy." Like <laughs> I wasn't ready. Creme de la creme. But that's now. Now I'm like, all right, next year I, I already know what I need to do. I'm getting hotel down DC. Yep. I'm down uh, there the whole, whole week. the whole time. Yeah, so, because it's good networking. It's good business. Um. You know, I've attended CBC for a while. Not okay. that little preliminary, you know, you know, this, you know, surrounding ancillary events mm-hmm. around CBC for different clients. But this is the first time I've done like a large scale for a congressional office wow. party. But what I do, got those pictures, went to LinkedIn. Boom. I saw those times, you know, hey, hey, I get it. I understand. <laughs> Went to all my social media platforms because if I'm not hitting you on LinkedIn, I'm hitting you on the gram, I'm hitting you on Facebook, I'm hitting you wherever you need to be, so, so you, you see can that. see like this is what we're doing over here. I love you it. You know, I love it. So tell us, like you got, you were telling me before the show. Yes. You got some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, what we just so we just finished CBC. Okay. Ti fabulous. Donnell Jones did an amazing job. Um for our events and then we got of course the governor okay governor Westmore. this episode is coming out the week of this birthday yeah, party so he we're doing his uh, his birthday fundraiser we are it's a fundraiser so you can buy tickets you know and support um the fundraising for his campaign of course he's always stayed campaigning um we got uh, we did announce d nice so d nice will be yeah, there that's not, and that makes sense that makes sense <laughs> yeah so he will be there but we also have some other special guests okay uh can't tell you now because we, we can't get exclusive come on come on you know the old radio days we can't get that exclusive come on it's gonna be three days but, before it come out though it's gonna be three days well, no, i know i know i know you can't get but, exclusive you know our governor does love hip hop, so just you know. Oh, I'm just... sure it's gonna be. I'm sure it's gonna be. <laughs> so you got that going. See, yeah. I, it's always so. It's hard for me to go to his events. So I'm gonna tell you why. And okay. this, is, I always, and I get invited to all his events, yes. and I never go is because 
I don't want to come off bias. Okay. Because once you donate that hundred dollars, yeah. that hundred dollars or fifty dollars, it's always in that realm of yeah, your name was there. Yeah. Your name, you bought that. Yeah. So I, that's why I don't really go to a lot of political, political things. Because then you. they're like, "Well, you're biased. You can't. How can you interview him and you give him money?" Yeah. And so I'm always, you know, I just. Yeah, you're leery, but I, I might that. have to go. I might have to go to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, might have, I might have to have somebody buy a ticket. I, just, I was. Y- 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 y'all got y'all got media pass where I joined. <laughs> y'all got media pass. Let me know. But, but I, you know, I but, mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, he's dope. It's, he's, it's his birthday, it's his 45th birthday. So, um, I mean, you did a party. I'm, I, I'm gonna say it too. You know, Chris, I mean, you know, I'm gonna talk about you. <laughs> yes, whatever. They on South Beach. I'm looking up, they oh, on yes, South Star Beach. Island. Yes. They on Star Island at Puffy's Crib looking like. <laughs> And they got Jadakiss coming out. His, his, his uh, property wasn't too far away. But yeah, they got, yes. got Jadakiss coming yes, out. Yes, And I mean, I'm sitting there like, oh, wow. Yeah, we turned it up. We wanted to set but the bar. You have the talent that you're bringing here for these events. Yes. So I said, I love that. So as I said, told you before, offline, this is a big difference between event planner and event producer. Right. Producing, yes. Right. And when people, I get in, by, in emails all the time, I want to work for you, I want to see that. They ain't ready for that. They, they're not ready. They're not ready they just think it's about to put little centerpieces on the table and, you know, putting out some linens and, you know, putting a band up there and, and that's it. Mm. Like, that's not what we do. We come up with the concept from A to Z, right? Mm-hmm. We create, you know, an event guide. We give the mood board of what it's supposed to look like. We, You know what I mean? We have meetings. It's continuous. Like, you know, I said, that's the way we do for CIAA, right? We, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up I, as well. Hold up. I just talked to I just, We just talked. Today I said, I said, we got Sarah and Dave here. You better talk to me. I said, if you want to talk to her now, CIAA is talk, planning right now. They yes. had the press conference today. Yes. I know what's going on. I already know what's happening. Yes. Like, and I, we talked about it. I was like, you got to get on yes. now if you want to do anything. And I want to give you a shout out because... Folks, she she gave a brother a chance uh, yeah. last year, the boy. Uh, I did a great show, podcast. So thank you for having me. Yeah. It was really uh, inspirational. I invited y'all, a lot of young black men to that because I wanted them to see the experience of what was going on out here yeah. in the tech day. And people were blown away by the video. My video guy did the awesome recap, yeah. had the drone flying yeah. into the facility and whatnot. But people were like, why did I know about this? Wow, I can't believe you're doing this. Like what? Like and that really meant more to me because I want to do it for my people and yes. want to do something. And that meant a lot more doing that event than most of my events I've done. Nice. And so I just wanted I'm to let glad. you know that. Uh, Give you flowers yeah. on that. Thank you so Thank much you. for that. Of course, no, at any time. You know what I'm saying? You've been gracious. You've been awesome. And I think you, you know, as I said, you find the importance of that, right? Like, cause we we have to lead by example, right? And showing folks like, hey, this is possible. This could be done. You said you know nothing about nothing, right? And right. You took the time to roll up your sleeves and learn and and, and really just kind of like get better at your craft, right? Because right? right. that's what's important, right? People don't understand that this is not just a a. a a trend or a game, you know what I mean? Like this is something you take seriously and you put into your work. Like people know how passionate I am about my events. Now, certain people, I'm like, if you're telling me everything that you want, then you don't want a Sanjay production. Right. You should just get someone who's just going to follow along with what you want. Mm-hmm. And, and I need to create a freedom to put my stamp and my brand on it and, and elevate, you know what I'm saying? Of course I want your ideas and what you thought, but I'm going to elevate it mm-hmm. to another, another level. If you put the Sanjay production brand on it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You elevated the other ways. <laughs> that was that was that was next level elevation. Thank I mean, it, I mean, just for I just remember that whole day, the, the events from like the welcome party, which 
again, mind blowing. Just I'm look, I'm reflecting about all this time, and I remember, you know, when it was one of your first events, I was like, who the who was doing this? <laughs> oh, she over there. I'm like, I gotta know her. I gotta find out how I I, I got get in her or I got get in her sphere somehow. Where somehow where she gotta know who I am. You hear though? You but, hear? But we here. we hear though. But it didn't yeah. take it. Didn't, folks, it wasn't the first day. That's a phone. It wasn't the first day. It wasn't the second day. It wasn't the third day. It wasn't the first year. Second, it was the work you put in. And then she said, "I trust you. What your work you're putting in to come and do work at Seattle Way." To me, that's huge because again, you, you're like, okay, everybody can do a podcast. Anybody can. Th- anybody, yeah. uh, for the most part, I can say that. <laughs> A lot of people, people have they, the they, personality. It, it, people, podcasts are not easy. They're not easy. Yeah, they're not they're, easy. I think people think like, oh, I just opened them because we did no. a podcast, and it's just it is it is the consistency that you have to have. Like, I, I my life is too crazy for you me to you do a podcast. You don't have time for it. I don't have time. You don't have time <laughs> like we tried, it. and I was just like, I can't meet six thirty every day on a Thursday. But I think like, it'd be cool for you though is if you did a behind the scenes of what you got and like put uh, it out yes, there. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. I think people. I think. People would tune in something like that because they're like, "This is behind the scenes of this is how we got to here." Oh yeah, oh, I think yeah. I think All of the drama. <laughs> but that's but, but you know that's what people want to know. Like, yeah. what's the real deal? You we yeah. see the glitz, and, but what? How did you get from A to Z? Yeah, I think I'm fascinated by that. To yeah. me, in my yeah. mind, that's no, yeah, and that's that we've you know I'm I'm always trying, and I you know I've want to help young people <laughs> be mm. part of it, right? But it's just about finding you know consistent young people who are gonna come on who's when we put we put out the ass several times and not gotten the response that we need so i'm putting it out here because you know a lot of people i do know a lot of people so you know any kids you know what i mean especially during the summertime who want to come and like help volunteer be part of some of the events that we do like we welcome that we want you to see the behind the scenes we want you to have an understanding what it means to be a producer i know i have another um uh meeting with the nba uh a panel discussion with the um, NBA nice. association here in um, the DC chapter, okay. you know, and that's about, you know, it's going to be all about production, right. For them understanding like what it is to be a producer. I said this, you could produce trade shows. You could produce award shows. Mm. You could, pro- I mean, there's so many different levels of production. And you've done the award shows. Yes. I've done. Award oh, I've done shows. I did my homework. I know, I, I, I know, I, listen, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I'm still striving cause like working, on the actual Grammys or the Oscars, like that is, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like that's where the track, you know, I love American Music Awards. Like that is my thing. Um, it's always been like on my list, or even the Olympics. Like I'm thinking of going to Olympics to see in Paris. In Paris, yeah. You know what I mean? Just to see like that, the, the level of production <laughs> that lot. goes into that. Even the level of production of Beyonce's concert. I'm just like, do y'all understand what that takes? That is a lot of production, a lot of lighting and sound and choreography and, and stage and production. Like that's like that's why your tickets are so high. Right. People don't realize that. <laughs> like because like you see what, what how many things that she has on that stage. That's a, like like ten times more than any of her other concerts that she's ever done. Mm-hmm. So you know people think it's easy, and then I'm like you know I, we I said you know we were talking I was walking in and I was on a team call. Right. And they're like, have some new folks, you know, and they're just like, hey, did it. I'm like, yeah, you know, you have to, you know, start at the ground level to understand what this brand is. Facts. Right. And understand that I can't just throw you in because you because you did some events, you know, <laughs> like That's you have to learn the brand. Right. You have to learn our aesthetic. You have to learn like 
the culture here. You Love know what it. I mean? Love and I was it. like, so if you don't want to do the, the the ground level part, then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, who, what's, what's, yeah. What's, what's your guys in the right, your right hand guy? Oh, James. James. I always see him a lot. Yeah. We ever see, we saw each other back to school shopping. Yeah, and yeah. But I see how you and him work yeah. side to side. Yeah. I, and and I love Patrice it. And, you know, there's a lot of production managers that, um, you know, James, Patrice, like, you know, they've come on board. They've been with me. Uh, and Dawn, who's my logistics manager, and Nicole, who's my administrator. You know, like, these folks have been with me for a few years now, right? Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, at least four, at least four, right? Mm-hmm. They've been with me for at least four years. And they have grown. Like, I was so proud of them this weekend because where I could come in late, you know what I mean? And things are done. I love it. Right? I don't have to be here. Turnkey. Like, you know, such turnkey where it's just like, oh, I lined it. So what do you think? And I'll be like, mm, I think you should move it over here. You know, and they're like, I was like, this is the logic why you should move it under here because I, I you know, we were, it was like a dress, a green room that they had created for Fabulous. And then he walked me to another room and I'm like, this looks more like a green room. But he said, but this has a bathroom. I'm like, they're not going to be cooped up in that. No. <laughs> they need right. they, they would rather walk from there to there right. than be just tight. here. You yeah, know right. what I mean? Tight. And he's like, okay, makes sense. You know what I mean? And we go there and we get, you know, I and, love and, that. and he understands that now, like, this looks like what the space that, that you know, he rolled with like five dudes. Can't be in no tight space with five dudes. <laughs> no, no, he ain't doing <laughs> that. They just drove down from Boston, you no, know, like. They're not doing that. They're not doing that. So those are the types of things, you know, little nuggets of knowledge that, you know, Patrice and James and, you know, people on my team, like who value that and learn that because they, they've done different events, but they're like, not at this level. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to learn stuff from Sanjay that I have, you know, never thought that I never knew. And, you know, it adds value to whatever position they go on to, you know, later down the line. So, nice. so where can people find your production company online? Yeah. Where can they apply? Where can they volunteer? Show us, tell, give us, tell us where they can go. Ahead. Yeah. Well, you always go to my website and apply there. Um, www. S O N J I E productions with an S dot com. Um, you know, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you could always feel, find me there as well. Same thing. And, you know, just, just hit us up. You know, we would love to have anyone who is, um, college, high school, intern who just want to intern with us and learn especially during the summer months when you guys are off because i know it's much easier at that time but we've put out that ask on social media and hasn't gotten the same response Mm. that we want but you know this is the opportunity for kids to learn if you're interested in production if you want to see the behind the scenes it's not easy it's hard work you know what i mean so you got to be able to roll up your sleeves and say all right, I'm gonna learn. <laughs> we're here. We're here from this time, this time to this time, you know, just learning and soaking up knowledge. I love that. I love that. And I'm going to do a quick speed round with you. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Quick speed round with you. What is the craziest writer you've ever seen? Mm. <laughs> the craziest writer. Craziest writer you've ever seen. You know, I haven't really seen it. It's so funny. We just had um, T.I., and I was just looking at some of the stuff that he had, right? And he had like certain types of starbursts, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> do they all be orange? Do they be orange but, or yellow? But you know what was crazy is that, you know, he's in, he's in transition with his um, his uh, road manager. Okay. So they sent the wrong oh. rider. Oh. So that was problematic when he came on site because oh. he was like, his people were like, where's the Casamigos? And I'm like, 
like, that's not on the writer. You know what I'm saying? You said right. over, right? And they're like, oh my God, oh my God. So, you know, they're like struggling, like trying to find this. Is it Casamigas? Casamigas, yeah, the tequila. Yeah, yes, yeah. You know what I mean? So they're just like struggling to find it. I'm like, if we could have somebody run to the liquor store and get it, you know, and it, it was like that kind of vibe because mm. it's like, yo, that's what he needs to go on, you know. And I was like, yes, that's the Roddy I said, you know, but I'm looking at his snacks that he likes and wants and. You know, but of course, but I said like same thing with, you know, certain artists, they come in and they look, they're not even touching it and they just grab the liquor or grab the whatever. And you know what I mean? Keep it, or they're people, you know what I mean? They're people. It's for the people. It's it's really for the people more than anything. Yes. It's it's for their crew. That's interesting. What is your favorite season, summer, fall or winter? Hmm. I'm a summer. I'm a summer girl. I really, I love dressing for the fall. Like, that's my... Falls, I like fall. It, 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 like, fall, you know what I mean? But I love 4th of July. Like, I love barbecues. Like, that, I love the beach and the water. Like, that to me is like, makes the sunshine. I love, I love all of that. Crabs or crab cakes? Oh, crabs all day. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, as I said, I like rolling up my sleeves and getting get get into dirty. it. dirty, I love it, I love it. And what's the most valuable, you know... Thing that you can tell people out there as far as advice that you would that if you you knew if your younger self knew a little bit better what which advice would you give somebody out there trust the process right um as i said i was throwing parties at 16 had no clue that that's what was going to be my career mm. that was just something that me and my friends right right we went to high school together and we was just like yo let's just throw a party you know who knew that he was going to be dj envy right right, right. who knew <laughs> right who knew who's going to be dj envy who knew that i was going to be signing Sanjay, Sanjay productions you're, right you're big time like, like who who knew that kind of stuff that would right. have transpire but that was you know that foreshadowed what we were, were going to become, right? And as I said, you got to trust the process. There was hard times where I was like, my friend was right. He's like, remember when you used to call me up? It was like 2008. Like, this is so hard. Yeah, but... <laughs> this is so hard. And he was trying to figure out what to do. He had moved his whole family to LA. And and I was just like, yeah, we got to keep going. He's like, no, he's, he called, he's like, yo, look at you now. He's like, look at you now, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, people... We just did an event for with the West, with Westmore and MBE... Um, group and um, the woman who used to do my who did my balloons, you know, she was one of my first balloon artists, mm. right? And they were she was like, so she's looking at the whole team and she's like, she says to them, she's like, you know, she used to do this all everything that y'all doing by herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like by herself. <clears throat> He's, she's like, I'm so proud, like where this is down. She said, but she was doing what y'all fumbling around with. She did everything by herself. That, and that you learned everything, and that's yes. like, that's how you get better. Yes, and you evolved. Yes, and that's the key about everything. Yes, I learned everything, every part of my my job, like my you know what I'm saying my company, like different parts of my job. I I did that all by myself. You know what I mean? So so no one could tell me in my job like this is hard. I did that. <laughs> I did that by I myself. It. I love it. Name this damn episode will be called Trust the Process. You just yes. said it right there. Yes. Trust the process. Trust the process. Thank you, Miss Sanjay, for coming in, uh, yes. hanging out. No for dark. <laughs> This has been a great experience. Hope my listeners listen to this and make sure you get tickets for that party. It might be sold out by the time it comes out or for the birthday party. And thank you so much for your time because we can't get time back. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Love, peace. We're out, folks.